Hello, party people in the house. My name is David Michael. Whoop, whoop. I'm Michael Carter. And we are Ridiculously Bored. So we had a little technical gift difficulty getting started. So that's fine. Before you say long. anything, I didn't bring it up. I didn't yell at you. I didn't scold you. I didn't say anything negative. Yet. So, so correct. So you, but you're bringing it up anyways. We could have just moved on. We have an agenda, but no, you decided you wanted to bring it up. So here's what happened. (laughs) About five minutes before I'm trying to log in and things aren't going the way they're supposed to. And now I'm in full panic mode because I'm like, David is going to crush me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I got to try to get this figured out. I try rebooting. I try doing this. I try doing that. And then the worst possible thing that happens, I have to get on and be like, David, can you please help me? (laughs) (laughs) And the worst part is the only problem was the fucking thing wasn't plugged in. I think my cleaning lady might have knocked it out. So otherwise, uh, everything else was set up properly. That was the only thing. But but you do realize, so I, I say something silly like lawsuit instead of judgment, and you jump down my throat on it. So you do realize where this is coming from. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, dude, we've built this on 40 years. It's not a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) None of this is new to me. Hello, have we met? I'm Michael. You're David, is it? (laughs) Yes, you've been involved where you know it's survival of the strongest, like when we're in, like, say, Vegas or something, and it's like, if that person doesn't jump on, the other person will, so you got to get started early, (laughs) early and often. So remember that, people. That's a good life lesson. Yeah, don't hang out with David and Michael. That's yes. the actual lesson. Yes. Attack before you get attacked. Mm-hmm. Um, with that said, I'm not encouraging what Russia did. I just want to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> Communist All bastard. Right. As you were sniffling a little bit before we started, interestingly enough, I had to go to the doctor this week. Okay. Um, and I went because... Was it herpes again? Uh, no, they've cleared that up, thankfully. Okay, Knock on wood. Oh, they found a cure. Oh, can, is herpes not curable? No. No, it is not. It's oh, like, know. don't you, you remember the old Eddie Murphy joke? Herpes is like luggage. You keep that shit forever. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, look, that's one of those diseases I just thought, oh, you know what? You're right. Because my doctor actually, interestingly enough, we call her Dr. Clappy Lip. Oh, Jesus because Christ. Because she has one of those cold sores that keep popping up. And it's like every time we go, she has it. So you're right. Actually, herpes isn't curable. That's such a fucked up name. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Dr. Clappy. Better than my old one, which was, well, no, my old one was better. We used to call her Dr. Midnight because she was one of the few doctors that had appointment times from like 7 to 9 p.m. because she worked out of her house. Oh. The problem was that works great for people who work. And so a lot of people would book and you'd literally leave her place at like midnight. Oh, Jesus. Because you're in the fucking waiting room. But... That's beside the point. So I go to the doctor, and I'm like, Doc, I feel like shit. My head hurts. My nose has been running. I'm like, uh, I know somebody who was around somebody who had COVID, but I think it was far enough removed. I don't think it was that. So she's like, all right, let's do all the different tests. So she does a COVID test, negative. She does a strep test where the nurse taking, you know, strep, if you remember, with your kids, usually oh, kids it's who have it. the worst. Yeah, they stick the long ass. Yeah. Q-tip in your throat, and basically the late lady throat fucked me, <laughs> where like I was almost ready to vomit on her, which would have been much worse. That came out negative too. So they did all these other kind of look at other symptoms, things like that, and the lady's like, look, you got what we used to call a cult. <laughs> <laughs> Is that even a thing anymore? 
<laughs> yeah. And so no flu either. So she's like, look, I get that you feel like shit, but she's like, unfortunately, it's just a cold. So I've been on Sudafed for two days. <clears throat> that shit works amazing. Yeah. Clears everything the up. The funny so. thing about you, though, like most stubborn Italians, like I consider myself to be a very stubborn Italian, it'll be a sniffle and I'll be like, ah, it's nothing. I'll be vomiting, diarrhea. I'm like, ah, it's nothing. Be fucking, <laughs> you know, like blood coming out my mouth. Ah, oh, it's nothing. <laughs> Finally, my wife will be like, I booked you a doctor's appointment. You're fucking going. You are like, holy shit. I think I stubbed my toe. I got to make a doctor's appointment right now. <laughs> so here's, yes, but here's two reasons why. One, I'm not the healthiest person in the world. So I don't <laughs> want anything to become like, oh, you only stubbed your toe and then three years later you died from it, right? Like <laughs> that kind of thing. And two, I have an awesome insurance. I have zero copays, none. Yeah. So I'd rather not just think this is what it is. I'd rather go to the doctor and then tell me. And the doctor's within two minutes from my house. Yeah. Like it's really close. So all of those factor in that, yes, I'm like, fuck it, I'm going. <laughs> so we'll see. All right. So this week I was in New York City. Nice. And while I was getting dinner with my kid, because uh, my son was with me, while I was getting dinner, some homeless guy came up and was like- Did you make friends? Are you now Do you know David? My phone buddies? <laughs> no, he, <didn't> say that. <laughs> he, said, um, he said, hey, can you give me money to get something? And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Sorry. So he's like- because I was waiting for my food now. And he's like, well, would you buy me some food? So I'm like, yeah, I'll buy you some food. So I bought him something, gave him his food. And my son stepped away for a minute, which actually probably would have been a good life lesson. But he had stepped away for a minute. And then while the guy was waiting for his food, my son happened to come over. And the guy thanked both me. And he's like, is this your son? I'm like, yeah. And he thanked my son. Um, he's like, you know, thank you. And then I told uh, my son later what I did. Because he was like, why is the guy thanking you? So the interesting thing was when that was over, I didn't get his phone number. I'm not texting him now, but I'm just curious how your homeless friend is. He's awesome. Um, we talk probably, you know what? He texts me almost after every episode gets released. So it's kind of funny and he'll, he'll usually either bring up a joke or mention something that we talked about in the episode, which is kind of awesome. Um, he's doing good. I'm actually, um, when I get back into Phoenix, looking forward to hanging out with him and, and going to grab some, some drinks or, or dinner or something with him. He's just a good dude. He's just like a really good dude. Um, you know, fell on some hard times, but is doing everything he can to get back on track. And um, as far as I can tell, he's he's being successful at it. So, I mean, he's working. Oh, he's for looking for a place to stay. So, I mean, psh, awesome. Love it. It's fucking yeah. success story as far as I'm concerned. And maybe the next time he texts you, ask him, maybe he'll offer, after he hears this episode, maybe he'll offer a different nickname that he would prefer versus homeless guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> we won't use his real you name. You know what? I've actually, I've actually thought about that. I'm like, what do I call him? Like, I don't want to like use his name. He's not giving me permission to use his name. What do I call him? And like, I've gotten like all these ideas and I'm and, like, none of them are like solidified yet. So yeah. So, well, yeah. next week he might be like, and I don't know what his name is, Bob, Jim, Karen, whatever his name is. He might be like, you know, this is a fucking better name than homeless guy. Yeah. <laughs> call me that he's like there's a million johns in the world they're not going to know i'm that john yeah that kind of he, he's like us though he doesn't get offended like very easily at all Good. so it's it's kind of funny he's just he's just one of the dudes yeah so um question for you do you guys use and this is slightly off topic has nothing to do with homeless people do you use any sort of after poop spray or before poop spray in your bathrooms at the house we have, I think it's called poo-pourri. Yeah, that's a popular one. Yeah, which you're supposed to spray in the toilet before you shit. Because I think what it does is it envelops the poop in like a layer of oil. So we have it, but it's really for like when guests come over. So we don't use it much, but we do have it in the house. 
Is that your new thing? So you just let your wife and kids smell your shit when you when you take a dump. Four fucking bathrooms. Everybody can take their own. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So fucking first world problems then. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So when I'm using the uh, first floor bathroom and they're using the second floor in the basement. Must be nice, yeah. dickhead. <laughs> if I can go from homeless people to fucking, I don't know, pick a bathroom. <laughs> Jesus, you're an ass. Anyways, uh, so, I mean, look, everyone's shit stinks, right? So the wife and I, long time ago, invested in poopery, and we started using that for the longest time. And then um, I think it's Airwick or Glade or Febreze, one of those companies came out with this, like, air spray. So it's not the before-you-go spray. It's the after-you-go spray. And it supposedly kills all the bacteria and the smell entirely, right? Yeah, but you know, it's the, I don't know about this, the new one you're talking about, but the problem with that one in like the 80s and 90s, there was that one brand that made it, and they were always usually like rose smelling or orange smelling. And then after you sprayed them, it smelled like shit and roses. <laughs> like it didn't cover the smell, it just smelled like both. <laughs> so funny you should mention that. So the technology's gotten better, right? So, and they even have like, you know, 2x intensity like it, it works and it, it, it they do a really good job of covering up the shit smell but the problem is that as humans we adapt and our bodies adapt right so we're getting worse while that's getting stronger we're no. the cockroaches of the world so to your point it's this one's not rose flavored i think it's like hawaiian like air or some sh it's like their car oh, scents now right time out i never said flavored <laughs> <It's scented. laughs> it's you're not supposed to be spraying it directly in your mouth david that's not how you get rid of the scent you know what i meant anyways this one's like hawaiian like sunflower or whatever right? anyways it's it's like car it's like car scents now and um so the poop smell is gone but Every time you walk past the bathroom and you smell like the Hawaiian sunset, you're like, oh, did you take a shit? <laughs> so our minds have associated this very nice fragrant smell with shit. So now that smell actually like makes me want to vomit. So when you smell that smell, that's not shit. It's like flowers. I'm like, oh, did you take a shit? Oh, man. so it, it it's. I don't know what to do about it. So we, we finally came down to it. We're like, just fucking just light a match. <laughs> like sulf, the, the burning sulfur match smell is way better than smelling what used to be the shit smell, but now is like, you know, Hawaiian sunset. So now you got to go to a third spray right? <laughs> or a second spray. You take a shit, you spray the Hawaiian, and then you spray something over the Hawaiian. So it does that. So you kind of throw every, everything off. Yeah. The other question, though, when you're talking about that spray, if you're buying double strength shit spray at a supermarket you're being judged right like oh, the person who's scanning that thing is judging you right like holy jesus yeah absolutely <laughs> all right well speaking of uh lighting a candle in the bathroom it'll lead right into my son's birthday was this week and so we go to a place where so for his actual birthday we went to a giants game and it was his first giants game in person it was a Three-quarter terrible game, three-and-a-half-quarter terrible game, last five minutes, awesome, mm. uh, a string of events, and the Giants ended up winning, which was great. And you um, stayed for the full game? Is, you weren't like the we fair We stayed weather. for the full game. Yeah. yeah, we stayed for the full Thankfully, everything happened in the yeah. last couple minutes. <laughs> and, you know, my son has gotten in the habit of our team, we won, things like that, which I, I just think kind of sounds a little silly. And sometimes I do it too, but, you know, you're not on the team. You didn't play yesterday. Right. You, didn't, you know, that kind of thing. But... For his birthday, that was his birthday gift. His actual birthday was on the next day. So we go to a restaurant. I tell the lady, 
uh, when I, my son's away from me, I'm like, hey, it's my son's birthday. Can you bring out a piece of cake with uh, a candle in it later? You know, if you guys sing happy birthday, great. If you don't, you don't. doesn't matter. So she's like, yeah, sure, no problem. So they bring it out, and they bring out, you know, two or three people. And it, it's a pretty quick walk from where the kitchen was to the table. On the way, and they block it so he doesn't see it. And, you know, they're coming from his backside, so he wouldn't see it anyway. On the way over, the candle blows out. They make zero effort to relight it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> they just put it down in front of them and is like, sorry, the candle blew out. <laughs> so I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? But, I mean, it is what it well, is. Well, there but goes I just the extra it was tip. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't screw her over, but still. Oh, it, it made me think I should have. Question for you. Sure. I was scrolling through my news feed this week. And, and then QAnon, uh, QAnon, no, QAnon, no, not QAnon, QAnon. And then, okay. So there was a... a photography contest in like europe or something like that and it was i guess it was like a macro photography like s things that are super like small and you know microscopic and blowing them up some dude so there sorry so there was none that was like oh this is a fucking beautiful picture of the sunset it was only had to be something yeah small, it was, it was blown yeah up. something super, super small. zoomed right? and zoomed i'll give you i'll give for. you an example um this guy submitted an entry of the first ever like microscopic photo of an ant's face okay okay uh and he didn't even place like he wasn't even in the top like 100 or 15 or 25 however many they give awards for right i'm going to share my screen with you right now and i'm gonna, i'm assuming you haven't seen this photo no i have it and right. at the same time the one that one was like a zoomed in bottle of uh poop spray uh no this is what it looks like. Oh, it looks like something you'd, you'd, holy fuck balls. Yeah. It looks, for people who haven't seen it, and David, maybe you can give something about the URL where they can look at it, or maybe just dead ant zoomed up or ant zoomed up or whatever. Uh, it, it's, it's trending on social media right now. I'd okay. be shocked if by the time this episode airs, people haven't at least caught wind of it. But just, just Google ant face close up, and it looks like something out of a fucking horror film. Yes, and it looks like a bat-ish face as well. That's crazy, right? You think of ants as these cute little, like, tiny things, and you, you know, we've all seen the the ants Pixar movie or Disney movie or whatever. Holy shit! Like, I want to go, like, not go to sleep for the next six months now after having seen yeah. this. It's that's terrifying. nightmare inducing. Yeah. Um. Whoa, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Tell me about it. That's a great photo, though. Yeah. And you said he didn't even... No, he didn't even place. Three. That was... A, the, like, some of the ones that won were, like, a cross-section of a colon. Uh, someone took a, a super close-up of, of, a, of a daddy long-leg spider, which consequently had a cute face. <laughs> these terrifying <laughs> spiders, you're like, you hate them, and they have a cute face. And these little cute little ants have look like something out of a fucking demon horror film. Wow. All right. Well, I'm going to change the topic so I can sleep tonight. <laughs> um, so I went to dinner with two friends yesterday. One is Long Island Nick, as I call him, mm -hmm. and another one I'll call Chewable. That's what I'll call him is his nickname. Oh, okay. Um, and Chewable is Asian. It's important to the story. And he's a little bit older than me. Should we, kids should we call him edible? Is that, is that a more appropriate word? Um, sure, if you'd like. We can call him edible. He's not a, that more sounds like he's a, a drug. <laughs> I thought um, that's where we were going. My bad. No, no, he's not. He's, <laughs> you may want to rethink the name then. It definitely feels like you've taken something when you're with him because he's so fucking intense, but he's not a drug. <laughs> Maybe we will call him Edible. That'll be his nickname, Edible. So <clears throat> I know for Chinese women, like my wife, they can be called tiger moms. And I don't know if there is, and I asked my wife too, I'm like, is there something when a dad's like that? 
And she said, no, I don't, I don't, I've never heard of any saying for it. So he's definitely, I'll call him a tiger dad. I don't know any other way to explain it. So we're talking about our kids and how they're doing in school. And he's like, yeah, my daughter is um, interviewing colleges now. And he ran off a bunch of, and like top tier schools. Like, it's like, oh, I got to decide between Harvard and Yale and, and uh, Northwestern. Like, it's not like I'm deciding between a community college and, <laughs> um, you know, turning tricks on the corner for money. Like all top schools. She got almost a perfect score on her SAT, all those good things. So he said to her, so we're looking at schools where she can be a doctor. And he's like, and this and this and this. And we looked at this one. And <laughs> thankfully, one of us said, does she want to be a doctor? And he's like, no, I don't know. <clears throat> do you, he's like, but we're looking at schools care? for a doctor. <laughs> yeah, so I said, I said, what about if she doesn't want to be a doctor? Why don't you have that discussion with her? He's like, well, that's fine. If she doesn't want to be a doctor, she can be a lawyer or an accountant. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> so I start laughing. And I'm like... You, you realize there's more options, right? Like, that, that's not the only three options. And he's like, no, no. He's like, I'm gearing her. She's pretty much got to pick one of these. So wow. it's like typical old school upbringing. Um, when I dated a Greek girl years ago, her older sister who had grew up more in Greece, she was telling the story about how she took an exam in high school and they were like, oh, you're going to be a pharmacist. And she's like, I have no desire to be a pharmacist. They're like, yeah, well, unfortunately, that's what the test said. Oh, jeez. And so you're going to be going to pharmacy school. So she had to go to fucking pharmacy school. Wow. So, yeah. I thought it was amazing, though, that he, without any hint of joking around, it was like, here's the 3% professions she can choose from. Go ahead and pick one. (laughs) All right. Mr. Edible slash chewable, you need a therapist. Okay. That's some fucked up shit. Let your kid choose. (laughs) Let your kid choose, please. he also has said once that when we were like, can your kid use chopsticks? And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'd break her wrist if she could. Oh. <laughs> well, again, that's a little extreme. <laughs> wow. I'm like, what about if my daughter learned at nine? Like, would you have at least given her that long? Like, giving her some window here? <laughs> yeah, intense, man. Tiger dad. I don't, again, I don't know what it's called, but he is basically a tiger dad. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. all right, old school motherfucker. Edible. Speaking of edibles, um, have you seen this whole fucking cbd drink like craze that's going on right now like we're in trader joe's or sprouts or one of those like whole food like healthy places healthy grocery stores and there's fucking like shelf after shelf of cbd drinks and they're like four dollars for a fucking 12 ounce can so i have a a relatively stupid non-druggy question if, can you fail a drug test from CBD stuff, or is it just the helpful oils and shit out of the weed? I am not a CBD drug marijuana expert in even remotely. However, I believe that the drug part of marijuana is the THC, which is the uh, yeah, kind of I've high inducing component of it. The CBD is the uh, more like over the, I mean, you can sell it to anybody right so it's not uh it's not like any sort of a substance that's been being watched by the fda but my understanding is it potentially has some health benefits um that the the thc component doesn't uh so it's popular but i don't understand why a drink it's literally like a fucking seltzer with CBD in it costs like $5 a can. And and I also started to, I'm starting to get ads now for this brand called Kill Cliff and their <laughs> CBD energy drinks. 
So it's like a monster with CBD in it. And, and, and I mean, energy drinks are already expensive, $2 a can, right? Can yes. you imagine what the fucking CBD version of that is? I have no idea. I haven't looked it up, but Jesus Christ. I just think those don't sound smart. Like, it just sounds like, look, those energy drinks, we worked with a guy who had like four a day. Oh, that's And dangerous. I'm like, dude, your heart's going to explode. Yeah. Like, you're, we're literally going to find you dead at your desk one day. So, and he was he had a little bit of jitters from all of that fucking oh, yeah. jacked up oh, caffeine. Yeah. So the, the very first year that I played in the World Series of Poker main event, I think it was 2005 or 2006, um, they, uh, so you're, you're, you're playing poker for, I mean, the winner plays for like seven days straight. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, obviously, if you get eliminated sooner than that, you're not playing that long. But we were deep at the end of day one. OK, so the, the tournament started at 12 noon at 3 a.m. What they do is they say, hey, we're starting with 2000 players. We have to get down to eleven hundred before we'll end. All right, so however long that takes. If that takes 48 hours, it takes 48 hours, right? But we have to get down to, so we have to eliminate 900 players. So it's fucking 3 a.m. in the morning, all right? And we're still playing. And they offered, you know, like when you're playing a casino, the, the waitress comes by and you can have pretty yep. much any free drinks. So it was the same thing, right? You can get any free drinks you want. Um, but one of the options was Red Bull. So... Early on in the day, I'm like, all right, cool, free Red Bull. This was when Red Bull had just, I mean, it was pretty, pretty early. And there was no Monster. There was no 15,000 different flavors, right? It was just Red right. Bull and sugar-free Red Bull. And um, so I had probably had three or four of them throughout the day. They were free. They just kept on replacing them as I was drinking them. So th 3 a.m. in the morning, we're playing. I fucking fell asleep. I crashed so hard i fell asleep at the, at the table and the dealer and the guy next to me had to wake me up because it was my turn to act on the hand that's how fucking hard i crashed after having like oh, i want to say it was like maybe four or five red bulls throughout the course of the day it was pretty bad yeah that's that's crazy so the cbd stuff people keep telling me right because my knees aren't the best and you know i've had the knee surgeries on both now um i i wanted to become like a Wanted to balance it out a little bit. Um, people have told me to use that, like the creams and stuff like that on them. It says it helps a lot, but I'm just, it just, I don't know. It, it's kind of like that. It's, I don't want to say black magic, right? Because that's not the right term. And it's not like that Reiki shit where they hold rocks over you and they spiritually heal you. But <laughs> it kind of, I don't know what the, I don't know if there's truly been medical studies benefits of it. I don't know, but I've never done the, the looking up. So, it's one of those, if anybody knows, write in, ridiculouslybored at gmail.com. Send me some links. I'm more than happy to do some research on it if somebody does the initial legwork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel it's like those. Have you heard of the vortexes? Like in Sedona, Arizona, they have these areas called, and they call them vortexes. And it's a big thing in Sedona. Like you go to, if you go to Sedona, Arizona, there are shops where like people sell like all the, the healing powers of vortexes and candles and salt licks and shit like that, right? So it's like super so wait, spiritual. Hold on. When you say vortexes, right? Like vortexes to me is the spinning wind around you, right? It, so they're not selling that. No, no, it's not the same. It's, they have these areas and people have mapped them out, right? Where you supposedly go there and you feel this upli uplifting like sweep of energy and radiance and 
so the wife and I went there one time and we're like, what the, I don't feel a fucking thing. Like, I feel like that's the CBD of like spirituality is these vortexes where you're just like, you're supposed to go somewhere and all of a sudden feel the power of the earth. It was a fucking joke. Is it possible that any of these vortex locations are near gas companies that maybe have a gas leak <laughs> and people are getting high on the gas? It's certainly possible. I did not get high when we went to the vortex, though. I remember standing there going, you got to be fucking. So that, me at a vortex was like you at the Grand Canyon. It's just a big fucking hole. Big fucking hole. So somebody asked me, <clears throat> speaking of the Grand Canyon, somebody asked me about in Melbourne, Australia, they have the Great Ocean Road. And what it is is, where the water has run down the Grand Canyon over a million years or whatever. Mm -hmm. In Australia, the water has done the same thing to these mountains. And instead of there being canyons, there's like rock cliffs off the beach. Mm -hmm. And so there used to be 12. I think some of them, a couple of have collapsed since because the water has kept beating on them. Mm -hmm. Somebody asked me recently, because they're going to Australia in December for their honeymoon. They said, would you recommend I do a helicopter ride over those? So I said, oh, this is very simple. I'm like, would you do a helicopter ride over the Grand Canyon? And he's like, what do you mean? I go, well, I done that, but I think the Grand Canyon is a big fucking hole. Right? <laughs> I go, so it doesn't have the allure for me, but I go, it's the, basically the same thing. So he's like, oh, that's good to know. He's like, I'll talk to my wife. I'll, I'll give her that analogy. I'm like, yeah, it's the same thing. If you think you would do it there, then I would do it in Australia as well. Yeah. All right, so David, what to you makes a good company? A good company? Mm -hmm. um, good products, good customer service. Shit that doesn't Longevity, break. Longevity, right? Like they've been around a while. Things like that as well is important. Yeah, and consistency. Right? I would say consistency. Right. So you, you hit on a couple of the things. So I bought a new Apple Series 8 watch last month. Mm. And last month? I bought the, they just came out like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so it came out in early September. I got it at the end of September. Oh, nice. It came out. I got it three weeks ago, and I'll tell you why I know that. <laughs> so... <laughs> I bought the regular Series 8, and now they have this new one that's called an Ultra, which is a little bit bigger, a little bit more whistles and bells, but it's a flat top yeah. rather than the curved top, yeah. and it's a little bit bigger. I scratched the hell out of my fucking Apple Watch, so I'm definitely considering yeah. the Ultra. I've never seen the Ultra in person, so I bought the 8 online, got it shipped to me, and then yesterday I went to an Apple store. Two days ago, I went to an Apple store, coincidentally with somebody from work. Um, as a thank you, me and another partner wanted to buy them an Apple Watch. Nice. We're not allowed to give money as thank you. Mm -hmm. So we went, we're like, look, we'll buy you an Apple Watch. Um, so we went in, and while she was picking out her watch, I was playing around with some of the others, and I saw the Ultra. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, like, I nice. love this watch. I like that it's a little bit bigger. I like the flat top, all these good things. So I go home. I look when I bought my watch and when I got it. I looked at Apple's return policy. 14 days is their return yeah, policy. Yeah, that's bullshit. So I'm like, motherfucker. So I call them up, and the lady's like, well, the policy's 14 days. And I'm like, look, I'm not, I don't want my money back. I'm like, I actually want to upgrade, and you're going to get a couple hundred bucks more from me. So she's like, okay, hold on. She does what she needs to, and she overrides it and allows me to return my old one and go get a new one. Mm -hmm. So that's what I love about companies like that, that it's not the person just reading from a script that says, Oh, no, I'm sorry, sir. Here, let me read this to you. You have 14 days from date of receipt to be able to return this. <laughs> yeah. So I love companies like that, and there's a few others that are like that, but I was so happy to be able to return it and get what I wanted. So how do you like the Ultra? I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Cool. And the funny thing is, is though it was clearly my fault, I missed the time frame, all that good stuff, 
I would have been mad at Apple if they didn't let me do it. Yeah. Like, I know you got rules, but I would have been mad if they didn't let me do it. I, I have a love-hate relationship with Apple right now ever since they released the new OS for my phone and I upgraded to it. My fucking email hasn't been working, like all sorts of weird shit's going on with my phone. And you remember like a few years back, there was that scam scandal where um, Apple had admitted to, you know, making changes to older technology. I have an iPhone 11, so I'm yeah, quite- to a, slow them down. Yeah, I, I'm quite a few years behind. And normally I would upgrade every year, but I just, there's nothing, it, it almost seems like nothing is new the, they changed the name of the processor from an M1 to an M2 to an M3. Okay, yeah. great. What does that mean? Like, what does that do? What does that get me? And it doesn't get me anything. The cameras are already better than fucking most, you know, $1,000 cameras. Like, okay, what? Wh why do I need to keep upgrading? So anyway, so I stopped upgrading. Um, and and appears that Apple's not happy with that. So they're fucking with my shit. I upgrade... So same as you, every year they roll out the new phone mm -hmm. and it's basically like, da-da, exactly the same as last yeah. year. Right? <laughs> and they're like, for $100 more. Um, so I don't upgrade. I upgrade based on the battery life of stuff. So like my watch was three years old mm -hmm. and it was starting to like, I couldn't make it from when I left the house to when I got home. Uh -huh. And unlike the phone, which I joke when I see somebody outside of their normal, like say desk with an Apple charger in their hand, I'm like, here's an Apple user in the wild. They're always prepared to have to charge their phone, <laughs> right? Because I can't make it a day on my old phone yeah. either. But at least that you just plug in this. You'd have to take off the watch. You'd have to put it down. Yeah, I hate that. So I'm like, nah, I'm getting a new watch. So that's why I went and got a new watch. But I'm the same with you. The phone, I don't upgrade till the battery won't is really bad. And that's when I go in and look at the upgrade. So you're going to have to look this up. Not too long ago, somebody invented, and I don't know if it's gotten shut down or whatever. Somebody invented a phone. You know how every every human, like living human, gives off a slight bit of electricity. Okay. Somebody invented a watch that recharges, utilizing your body's natural electricity and like uh, automatic movements. You know how like they have automatic oh, watches, where as long as your wrist is moving, the watch is yeah. constantly like you know rewinding and, and or winding and charging itself. Somebody invented a, a, a watch that that does that. And I'm like anxiously awaiting that technology to get good enough and cheap enough to start to apply to electronics. But I, th I think the <clears throat> Apple watches so, and galaxies and shit, they just use too much, too much power. So there's the, as you mentioned, there's older watches, uh, I guess analog, I guess we'd call them. I don't know if that's the right term for all you watch people out there. I apologize. But older watches that you can do that. You get a watch, when you wear it, your arm moves, it, it kind of... Yeah. It throws off some stuff on the inside, so it charges it in essence, and it keeps going. But you're talking about like a smartwatch doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I just quickly looked up in Garmin, which uh, they've had to change their game because fucking their big thing was GPS. Yeah. And that's, no, people aren't behind <laughs> Everybody has a fucking GPS, GPS. Stuff anymore. <laughs> um, they're doing a solar chargeable watch yeah. now. That's, it's so a smartwatch? That's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's a smartwatch. Yeah. I think if you combine solar the mechanical like movement, the wrist movement and body electricity, if that's a thing, right? Maybe I was just reading a, a bullshit article, but if you combine all three of those, you should be able to, to, you know, get enough energy to power something. Yeah. The question becomes, how do you store it? But eh, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, question for you. Do you yes, remember sir. the band Blink-182? Yes. Um, they're coming back. They're coming, I think is what they're, uh, um, 
post was. Edging. Just kept saying, they're coming, they're coming. <laughs> yeah, they have a new song called Edging, which I'm sure has some sort of sexual connotation to it. Yeah, it does. That's when a woman gets her so close, then she stops. I, I don't think it's just women. I think men can do that too. Uh, but anyways. Maybe. Um, Why? <laughs> so these, what? these fuckers are older than me and, and you, oh right? So, I mean, they were, they were young when we were young. I grew up on their music, so was definitely a big fan of that t- style of pop punk rock. Um, so I'm like, okay, cool. Like the boys are back, right? The, the band's getting back together. Awesome. And their music, I always thought their music was good. I always thought it was relevant. I watched one of their like YouTube videos the other day. And it's, it's literally like you, me, and our buds trying to like relive the old days. Like, hey, let's get the band back together. It looks like a bunch of old guys like trying to do like young things. So that was like my first thought. So the second thought is, all right, look, I really like their music. It, you know, brings me back. It's very nostalgic. Let me look into concert tickets, right? So, and uh, I believe Ticketmaster and Live Nation merged sometime in the last year or two, creating arguably one of the largest fucking monopolies in, in the world right because now they're like the only game in town for fucking show tickets and i was looking at tickets both in denver and in phoenix and to see a bunch of old guys relive their youth on stage and hopefully not get a hernia doing it the ticket prices were anywhere from 200 to 600 dollars jesus that's like rolling stone prices which speaking of really old guys who do it but the best part about that is if you buy the 200 dollars ticket it's like 240 after even electronic delivery fee now. Yeah, Not and like the 9-11 the tax anymore. and all the yeah. fucking bullshit that they've been milking for years. So, and, and like the $200 ticket was like general admission. Like, we'll let you in and you can fight your way to the front versus like an actual, I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I remember going to see Nirvana for $19, right? And, yeah. and Kurt Cobain would be spinning in his fucking grave if he knew that people were charging, you know, $200 for GA at a fucking concert. Holy crap. It's it's crazy. So for the Giants tickets that I bought, I was looking on places like StubHub and this and that, all these other secondary markets, right? Because even now when you go to the Giants homepage, it's like single game tickets and they send you to like Ticketmaster where like most of the tickets are people reselling theirs. Yeah. So... I was like, every ticket was like, I don't remember the price. I'm just going to use numbers. It was $200 plus $75 in in service charges. Yeah, that's bullshit. Like every single one. So another site was like, we don't charge any service charges. We list the price of the ticket and that's it. So if on StubHub it's $200 plus $75 surcharge, I go to the other site and it says $275. <laughs> so <laughs> you are charging a surcharge. You've just hidden it in the price yeah. now. <laughs> but to be fair... I did buy from them because it made me feel better. Uh, <laughs> so I, I compared tickets. They were same areas, same seats. And I'm like, fuck it. I, the, the fact that it says price plus service charge bothers the shit out of me. Oh, so I just paid the other price. Same <laughs> price. but So um, you know we talked about good companies like Apple. Mm-hmm. There's another one, which is an organization. It's a little bit different. They're not a for-profit company. But the company is called Just Stop Oil. Oh, I Period. heard about this. Right? Yeah. So my problem with... The people who are like this, and you know, well, hold on, Pete you, you got to explain there. explain what happened. I, and first. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. So, people who are like this, like PETA, is another example. Yeah. So, this is a nonprofit that is against the use of oil, right? Because it's a natural yeah. resource and it's destroying the planet, and blah blah blah. Go ahead. So, the the people who are for things like that, right? 
against oil usage, against using pets as fur, against using eating meat, things like that. They have their methods of doing things, and none of them seem to think that's wrong, some of the things they're doing. And this is where I have a problem. So they've decided, these two knuckleheads, 21, so clearly, clearly they know everything. These two 21-year-olds decide to throw a can of soup at a Van Gogh painting. Now, look, I put a lot of Van Gogh paintings in the same categories I do the Grand Canyon. Like, it's shit on a wall. Like, I couldn't <laughs> care less. It's not like, oh, my God, I have to own that. I got to get a copy of it. Nothing like that. But the fact of the matter is that these people feel that they can destroy one thing to prove their point is, to me, utterly ridiculous. And it's offensive. Yeah. Thankfully, they didn't destroy it because I think the museums have gotten smart enough to where all yes. that stuff is pretty well protected. So it had a, yes. a clear plane of glass on it. Correct. Yeah, they, they so they were just it. like, squeak, squeak, squeak. Yeah, yeah, Same yeah. old Van Gogh assholes, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. But here's um, the problem. Because this goes back to – go ahead. Here's the problem. So you and I are now talking about this, right? Mm -hmm. I've seen multiple articles in my newsfeed in the last week about this very thing. Uh, they accomplished what they set out to do. So they're actually being rewarded for for basically trying to destroy a piece of art. Are you saying I just got QAnon? <laughs> no, but so like I just so I started looking up, right? Because I know there's a lot of really good things that are made from oil as well, right? So obviously they don't like the oil, the burning, the gas and shit like that, right? But go through some of the things that are good things. I looked this up. So obviously there's gas, oil, and lube, hi -yo. there's things like that, right? Those are the normal ones that come from it. They make life jackets. Those seem kind of important. Um, antifreeze, do you like driving in the winter? I mean, I know in Arizona you didn't have that problem, but in Colorado you will. <laughs> so you like being able to drive in the winter? That's pretty important. Uh -huh. They make heart valves out of oil. Mm. They Roofs for houses. Roofies? The roofing is made out of oil. Roofies? No, probably roofies too, yeah. <laughs> Toothpaste, which is one of the things which the most amazing thing to me, if you read the side of the toothpaste package, it says if you swallow more than a peanut size, please call poison control. Oh, Jesus Christ. Which is amazing. But toothpaste <laughs> is pretty important. Did not know that. Um, anybody who's kissed their uh, significant other with morning breath know how important toothpaste mm -hmm. is. You make aspirin, band-aids, and bandages. I guess I shouldn't use band-aid. That's a, that's a company name, but yeah. bandages from it. And they said that one barrel of oil... There is legitimately 6,000 different things that could be made from it. Interesting. Probably even the can that the soup was made out of. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and potentially um, the soup itself. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, that's nasty. So wait, you used so an like, oil product to, uh, to make a, a statement about oil and then yeah, not you're using like, oil? <laughs> you, you see the error in your thought process here, right? Yeah, I do now. I do now. Um, so it's just... There's not one side to everything. Like, I get it, and, like, I'd love for them to improve ways to do it. But they talk about electric cars. The factories and the things that are used to make them use up just as much energy yeah. as places that make non-electric cars, right? So it's those kind of things. Yeah, and this planet's going to have a lithium problem, too. I mean, everything's powered on lithium-ion batteries. And yeah. there's already starting to be sort of, you know, weird weird stuff coming up from the youth youth the use of, of lithium products. So yeah, it's definitely not, it, you're right. It's, it, there's, there's definitely more than one side to it, but here's the problem with people being woke and the internet is I can just say something and then do a Google search and find a thousand people that regardless of whether or not it's true, will back it up. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. So that's, that's the bigger issue is 
people's you know desire to learn everything but not actually fact check the shit before they go and 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 decide to throw a can of soup at something uh that that's a that's the bigger epidemic in this country actually in the world right now sadly i always say the world would be a greater you know would be a beautiful place if it weren't for the people yeah and <laughs> uh Good times, good times. David's going to be one of those off-the-grid guys when he gets older. Oh, He's going to be living on solar in a fucking find shed. Me. They're like, what happened to your podcast? But like, David's living in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> um, so did you ever hear the saying, this is the last thing I have, did you ever hear the saying, Manny being Manny, when Manny Ramirez was on the Boston Red Sox? Yes. It became like whatever he did even had a name just based on that. So my cousin Yanni, we've now started with You Got Yannied, which is this simple thing that he does. He comes over to your house, and it's usually a coincidence because obviously the container, the package, the box, whatever, only had a little bit of things left anyway, but he'll leave one thing left in there and then put it back on the shelf because he thinks it's funny. It's like a joke grenade that oh, you'll find yeah. in a day or two. Well, by the way, right? you so, started that shit because you leave joke grenades every fucking where. Oh, yeah. It's the, it's the way to go. <laughs> my uh, my friend, uh, Long Island Nick, stopped bringing um, books to dinner. He still likes reading books on the train mm -hmm. because every time he'd go to the bathroom, about 20 pages in, I would draw a huge cock in it. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, as soon as he came to the dinner, he said to me, he's like, I didn't bring a book. I'm going to read from my phone today because I'm tired of looking at cocks 20 minutes later. <laughs> so... We, we, we started using this term, you got Yanni, right? So yeah. he'll come over and, and look, this is extreme, but let's say you have a full thing of Oreos in the closet. He'll eat, he'll eat every one except for one and put it back in there. So you don't know the shit's empty until you go to take it out. So he does it in my house all the time. And as soon as I see it, I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> see, it worked. Last night I stopped by his house for something and almost everything I went to use had the last little bit <laughs> left in it. So he does it to his wife so too? I'm like... I'm getting Yannied in your own house? <laughs> so his wife started saying to him, I can't believe you did that and that and that. So it's like, he's now it's become so accustomed that he's doing it in his own house. That's awesome. With leaving shit like that. That's awesome. I made a coffee in every part of the coffee process, from the grains to the sweetener to the cr creamer, everything that I needed, everything was the last little bit that I needed. <laughs> All right. With that, I'm Michael Carter. And I'm David Michael. And we are... Ridiculously bored.